morning again. I think there's a couple extras since the last time I said good morning, so I'll say good morning again. Um, <clears throat> we are uh, uh, glad to claim and proclaim Jesus at the center. Jesus at the center, amen, uh, of, of all things, and uh, especially his church, amen. He is the head. We are, um, speaking of Jesus, uh, we, we're, we're beginning a, a new series. Um, entering in, uh, to this year, uh, we want to have a, a fresh uh, look. Uh, we're entering a new series called Be Like Him. Be Like Him. Uh, you, you can ask yourself, what are... What are what are you focused on in your life as a Christian? Uh, who or what are your eyes fixed on during this life? Um, you know, the, the Bible tells us that, you know, we're to be looking to the Lord Jesus. There, there in Hebrews, right? That we're to be looking to the Lord Jesus. Um, and we recognize that becoming like him, it, it, being conformed into his image, that's the end goal for, for every believer. Uh, that's, that's the main point, to become like him. Um, and, and even if when we claim that Jesus is our focus, we need to be sure that we're not only uh, uh, looking at some concept or some idea or some tradition of him, but actually him. Uh, not not a not a Jesus that that societies ha- have created, but but actual Jesus. And so, in this series, we'll we'll look at Him with an eye toward uh, and, and desire to be like Him. Uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to look at Jesus, and, and so let's let's start here in the book of Luke, and and take a good look at Jesus and. Uh, See what we learn. Uh, the book of Luke, the second chapter. And I'm going to begin reading, reading in the 39th verse. The book of Luke, chapter 2. I'll begin reading at the 39th verse. You have your copy of God's word. Go there with us. Luke, chapter 2. I begin reading at verse 39. The word of God. Speaking of uh, Joseph and Mary, it says, And when they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to custom. And when the feast was ended, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it, but supposing him to be in the group, they went a day's journey. But then they began to search for him among their relatives and acquaintances. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem searching for him. 
After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. And he said to them, why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? And they did not understand the saying that he spoke to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was submissive to them. And his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. Favor with God and man. Father, we pray now, Lord, for the opening of your word um, in our lives and our hearts, Lord. Um, let your word have uh, its way in us, Lord. Free course. Uh, your word is alive. It's active. Sharper than any two-edged sword. Um, God, um, let us be open to it now. We pray, Lord, for fresh anointing to preach and anointing to receive your word. I ask that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Let us see Jesus in your name. Amen. 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 I realized uh, I was getting older, uh, not because I, I um, make a point and a date to watch the world news every night, but uh, I realized that when, when, uh, when after not seeing some of my younger relatives for a while, I started using the classic older relative greeting. Uh, Look how big you got. Look how you grown. Um, I, I, and immediately after I say it, I, I think to myself, did you expect them to stop growing? Uh, it would have been an issue if you would have saw, you know, 12-year-old Johnny still wearing a diaper, right? Um, but but we, I don't know why we say that. Um, but but I'm, always, I'm always pleased to find out that they, they not only grew in size, but in maturity, and are beginning to, to, to figure out their place and their purpose in life. Uh, it's, it brings me joy. It, it'd be a shame if they had only gotten bigger or older without any other growth. As, as adults, most, all of us in here, adults, we, we, we've stopped growing physically. Most of us, uh, well, this, well, maybe for some quarantine or holiday wait. But we've stopped growing uh, uh, but but there there is there is uh, a spiritual growth progress that should be taking place in all of those who believe in Christ constantly. The the, the scripture today gives a picture of Jesus's growth that we can desire for ourselves. Even him here as a young child. Uh, the 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 title of the, uh, the for the sermon is keep growing, keep growing. Um, our growth should be marked by the 
increasing priority of the things of God in all areas of our life. Our growth should be marked by the increasing priority of the things of God in all areas of our life. Um, as, a, as a backdrop, this uh, book of Luke, in, in this chapter, the second chapter, uh, Mary and, and Joseph's devotion to God is on display as, as they go and carry out everything connected with the birth of Jesus according to the law of God. Uh, from, from his uh, eighth day circumcision to his presentation at the temple after Mary's days of purification, uh, um, all of it according to the law. After the family then returns to Nazareth, Luke closes out the account of the infancy of Jesus by describing his growth into a, into a young boy in verses 39 and, and 40. He highlights the human nature of Jesus here, describing him developing like all people do, physically, mentally, emotionally. Uh, Luke points out that as Jesus grew in physical stature, he was also increasing in wisdom. And and it became increasingly evident that, that, that the grace of God was at work in his life. Uh, Luke is the is the only biblical gospel to report on Jesus at this age, this age of 12. And, and even as a boy, though, the Lord Jesus has something worth watching and learning, even as a boy. Let's let's, let's look at uh, the journey. It says now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover and when He was 12 years old. They went up according to the custom. Uh, You know, long ago, God, uh, the Lord had commanded that uh, uh, three times each year, the men of Israel were to come to his appointed place for feasts that celebrated what he had done for the people of Israel. Um, uh, Because of distance and and cost, by, by this time, some didn't make it to all three festivals taking place in Jerusalem. But if they could only get to one of the uh, uh, festivals there, they would make every effort to be at the Passover. It was the celebration of God's liberating of Israel from slavery in Egypt. By this time, uh, uh, the Passover was celebrated along with the seven-day feast of unleavened bread and, and it, that began the day after the Passover, and sometimes that entire period was called Passover. Um, Luke describes here the pilgrimage from Jerusalem uh, uh, for the feast as a custom, what, what folks did, but he points out that it was a regular part of life for Joseph and Mary. They, they went every year. Uh, make, making that 10 day journey to Jerusalem from Nazareth, it would have, it would have taken devotion, but also would have taken commitment on their part. Uh, along with the earlier mention, mentioning of, of them following the law of the Lord, we get a picture here of a, of a family with a lifestyle of dedication to the Lord beyond just, uh, the holy days. Uh, they weren't just Christmas, Mother Day, Mother's Day Easter uh, church attenders. Uh, this, this, this is the family that's dedicated 
uh, group here. This is the family God chose for a young Jesus to be raised in. In his, in his home, growing up from a small child uh, to, to boyhood, he would have experienced the Lord being taken seriously and, and observed the devotion of Joseph and Mary there in the home. Part of, uh, of Jesus' growth that was mentioned in, in, in verse 40 would have not only been uh, what he was taught by his parents about the law of God, but also what he caught being raised in this atmosphere. Uh, they say sometimes more is caught than is taught. Um, children become what they see. Um, at, at 12, he would have been preparing to become accountable for his own keeping of the law, uh, becoming what the, what the Jews called a, a son of the commandment or son of the law, uh, what, what's celebrated today as, as bar mitzvah. Uh, uh, for, for Jewish boys at the age of 13, uh, this, would have, this trip would have been a coming-of-age trip for, for Jesus uh, down into Jerusalem. It says, and when the feast was ended, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it, but supposing him to be in a group, they went a day's journey. But then they began to search for him among their relatives and acquaintances. And, and when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem searching for him. Uh, I, I, I could parathen, parath, parathetically pause there and say, uh, you don't want to just assume that as you're going about life that Jesus is there in your group. You want to have eyes on him to know that he's with you. Amen. Uh, that's about us. That's not about the parents. That's about us. We want to make sure that he's with us. The caravan of family, friends, and neighbors had, had just experienced a high time of worship and celebration in the city. And as they traveled in their groups uh, back home, probably discussing all that went on at the feast, Mary and Joseph assumed that Jesus was somewhere in the community like he usually was. There, there was no uh, uh, issue of him not being safe uh, within the community uh, 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 of the uh, travelers. Um, but it was probably at the closing of the day that they, they begin to, to call for him. Uh, when things are settling down, Jesus, they begin to call for him with, with person after person telling them they haven't seen him. Uh, then then they, they, they begin to move more, more frantically through the groups looking for him. Uh, uh, Luke describes the scene in a way that you can almost feel the panic of these parents. You know, if any parent has ever lost sight of a child, even for a minute out in public somewhere, you, you know how terrifying it could be uh, to lose sight of a child. I, I never lost track of my daughter. Uh, as, as a baby. I won't say in front of my wife if I did. But I never, I never lost. But it's not because I, I'm, I'm such a, a great parent, but it's because it was always one of my biggest fears that I would lose track of her somewhere. Uh, and I was almost like paranoid about it. Uh, you know, when, when I used to work in schools some years ago, when I used to work in schools and programs with children, I would sometimes chaperone the kids on trips. Uh, of all of the trips I took over 17 years, all the trips that I took with them, I never really got to enjoy any of the trips because I was always so terrified of losing a kid on the trip. I, I spent most of my time just counting them, counting them, counting them. And if you've ever been on a trip with kids, it's, that's a that's a 
a goal in itself, counting, counting, counting. And I didn't relax until we were all uh, back on the vehicle, headed back on our way. (laughs) Uh, And if, if I felt that for these kids that I was responsible for, imagine what Mary and Joseph felt for the one they were responsible for. Uh, instead of getting ready to settle back into their routines in, in, in Nazareth, Mary and Joseph turned back toward Jerusalem for another day's journey with their hearts pounding and probably their minds racing. Uh, after three days, they found them in the temple sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. Um, Out of all of the places a 12-year-old boy could be and all of the things he could get into in the big city of Jerusalem, Jesus chooses the temple. It's where he chooses to be. They they find him uh, 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 sitting where the word and the things of God are being taught and and discussed. If somebody goes looking for you, where would they find you? They find him sitting where the things of God are going on. That's where they find him. They, they, there. I, I used to, I used to have, we used to have a, a, a an adult Sunday school teacher at the last church that I, I was a member of, and this this adult Sunday school teacher was so notoriously uh, faithful. Uh, uh, nobody would dare ever ask at, at, at 9 a.m. on a Sunday, where is Brother Holland? You knew Brother Holland was in the front of the Sunday school space about to start teaching the class. Uh, uh, that's where he would be. Um, but, but so they find him, they find Jesus there in the temple, there in, in, in the temple courts. Uh, uh, not inside of the, the, the building, but in the temple courts, uh, the, the teachers of the law were, were likely teaching there in the, in the typical way of, of sharing, answering questions and asking questions to check for understanding. And, but, but they were shocked by the level of insight coming from one young boy in this group. Um, you, can almost, you can almost picture it. It's not like um, young boys are known for their wisdom. Amen. Um, uh, uh, even here, though, in, in the East, where, where the young boys are a little more mature than the young boys here. And, and, our, and so the men are quiet right now. Y'all, y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Y'all was never, y'all were never young boys. <laughs> but but they, they, were, they, were, they were shocked by the, in, the insight coming from this, this young boy in the group. He, he looked like any other boy, but, but the, the people that were around hearing him uh, this day, they, they couldn't believe how he understood and, and how he spoke. Uh, he, he was on another level. Uh, you know, we have, we have a, a youth group uh, here at, at the church, and, and being with our youth group, I, I sometimes find myself surprised by the spiritual insight of some of the questions and responses that they give. But, but since some of our, our teenagers in the youth group, had, they've been discipled for years now, and so I, I probably shouldn't be surprised, but, but there's something different going on here, it seems, with Jesus. This scene with the young Jesus seems to be a, a, a different case. Um, 
It is debated whether his wisdom was supernatural or, or if it was just human. Uh, the, the reaction of the, of the people showed that it was beyond what was expected, even for a mature 12-year-old boy who had been learning Torah, uh, the amazement of the people. Even though Luke, Luke seems to uh, be drawing attention to Jesus' natural human development in all uh, the areas of life, it doesn't make him less than human to be able to operate in this moment maybe with a special grace from God due to his particular assignment on earth. You know, God applies grace for necessary wisdom. Uh, uh, he, he can give you grace for a situation. Amen. Uh, wisdom for a, a situation. Uh, but it, there in Isaiah, I found in Isaiah chapter 11 and verse 2 that, that, that the Messiah was said that he was going to have a, 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 a spirit of wisdom and understanding on him to, to accomplish what he was sent to accomplish. But, but it's here, I believe it's likely that instead of Jesus relying on his own divine intellect, uh, remember he, he let go of some things because he was in the beginning with God and was God, and, and he let go of some things to, to take on uh, the human uh, life. Instead of him relying on his own divine intellect, that maybe God the Father enabled him to, to simply view things from a godly perspective. Uh, God can, can give you that insight and allow you to view things from, from his perspective. And, and even, even here, even in a, in a more natural way, we see here by, by his desire to be at the temple that Jesus had a posture of going after wisdom. Uh, it, it, was, it was part of, part of his nature, right? Uh, uh, between his desire and, and God's grace, Jesus will continue to increase in wisdom according to the verses 40 and verse 52. He would continue to increase in wisdom. He had a posture toward it. But it says, and when his parents saw him, uh, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. And he said to them, why were you looking for me? Did you, did you not know I must be in my father's house? And they, they, they did not understand the saying that he spoke to them. Um. We've seen, we've seen the response of the people uh, who didn't know Jesus. But what about Mary and Joseph? Um, how did they respond? His, his, his parents' response, they, they, it, it reveals two things. First, it shows that, that Jesus was, was doing something in a way that, that he had not normally done. They, they were astonished. They were blown away. By what they saw. Uh, he, he, he's always shown maturity and wisdom, but, but these were the professional teachers of the law that he was dealing with here. They, they, they're seeing uh, maybe a side of him that they hadn't seen before. Um, his, his level of understanding or wisdom was on display here in a way that it hadn't been. We, we get that from this scene. Uh, the next thing we, we see from their reaction is that uh, there was 
a normal family dynamic between them. Luke wants us to see that. Normal family dynamic. They, they were just parents worried about where their child was. Um, the, the, the shock of what he was doing is quickly overtaken by the emotion of having found him and wanting him to understand what he had just put them through. Right? Uh, we, we've been out of our mind looking for you. This, this is any mother. Right? Uh, they, they've, been, they've been experiencing sorrow and, and real anguish while they were searching for Jesus. It's a family dynamic. Even though they, they, they were relieved to find him, it was the parents' attempt to keep him from doing something like that again. They didn't want to experience that again. Um, if Mary's response represents the, the emotional crisis of the text, then, then Jesus' response represents the spiritual tension of the text. Uh, um, in response to Mary, we have the first words spoken by Jesus in the gospel. It's the first time we hear the Lord open his mouth and speak. It's right here in response to Mary. What he says, it must be something important. <laughs> um, after sitting with the teachers, uh, uh, asking questions, he now a- answers Mary uh, with two questions that just aim at one point. They try to get at one thing, his identity. It, it, it's aiming for his identity. And, and this, is, this, is, this is a bonus. This is a freebie here. If you truly understand who someone is, you'll never be surprised by what someone does. That's a bonus right there. That, that was, if you truly understand who someone is, you'll never be surprised by what someone does. And here it is, this, this dynamic, this spiritual tension with Jesus. He says, why? Why were you looking for me? Uh, um, I, I, I see people, people read this all kinds of ways. I see actual bewilderment on Jesus' face. Uh, 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 not, not sarcasm. I see actual bewilderment. Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? Uh, uh, Jesus believed that they they should have known and understood his calling and his compulsion to be there in the temple. It was the meeting place of God with his people on earth. It was a set-apart place. Uh, uh, Because of his unique relationship with the Father, he felt that they should have known that he would be there. Uh, And here, he's not, Jesus is no stepchild throwing throwing paternity in one of his parents' face. You're not my... He, he's, he's not a, a, a rebellious preteen telling his, his parents to take a chill pill. Relax. Chillax. My daughter used to say I hated that. Chillax. He, this is not him. This is not, this is not what he is. He's sharing a, an honest picture of who he is and what he believes they already know about him. Uh, 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 it, 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 it wasn't a figure of speech when the angel Gabriel said to Mary he would be called son of the most high. Uh, um, uh, you know, all the, 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 the religious information in the world will not be of any use to, if, to you if, if you don't have the wisdom to apply it at the right moment. Uh, um, 
there was a lot of uh, information around. And there's always a lot of information about Jesus. But if you don't know how that applies to your situation, it, it's, not, it's not helpful, right? E- even with all of the, the prophecy, the angelic revelations and, and, and circumstances of his birth, Mary and Joseph, were they were slow to fully comprehend uh, Jesus' relationship to the Father and his part in the house or, or the business of God. Some, some translations say I need to be I'm about my father's business and some say be in my father's house. It, it's really in the, in the things of God. Uh, uh, his house is his business, right? Um, was it, was it, what, what, what happened? Why was Mary, why, why were they slow to kind of pick up on it? Was it the ordinary life? He lived with them in Nazareth that made them kind of lose sight of of what happened 12 years earlier in his birth. You know, when things are slow to materialize and things get in a routine and a pattern, you sometimes maybe forget what God has said. Maybe. I I don't know. Um, But but there's a there's a tension here. What we do know is there's a tension here of of recognizing them, recognizing Jesus as more than just. The child they've been raising, but as God's unique son and agent in the world. It, that's, that's a tension. Every, every godly parent will face this kind of tension at some point to a lesser degree. When the child you raise in the Lord begins to identify the path that they'll walk down with the Lord. Uh, uh, and if you're not careful and prayerful, it'll give you heart palpitations because they, they, they have a path that they're going to walk with the Lord. But, but at some point, we, we've all had to get off our parents' faith plan, right? We had to stop renting our parents' faith. And, and, and we, we, had to, we had to find our own uh, uh, walk with the Lord, right? So, so it's a growth. In his, in his commentary on, on Luke, Morrison notes that, that it was at 12 when boys in this culture were assigned to a trade. They, they, they picked a trade out. And, and although the, the book of Mark uh, points out that Jesus would have taken up the carpentry of, of Joseph, uh, we see in the temple that he begins to lay claim on his real assignment, his father's house, his father's business. Uh, so so he, would, he, would, uh, he would operate as a carpenter, uh, but it was some business uh, uh, that he was going to pick up, that he recognized at the age of 12, he recognized who he was. His consciousness of who he was was there at the age of 12. I, I can't imagine at, at 12 uh, knowing what I know now or, or at 12 uh, 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 knowing that I was going to be uh, in charge of everything at some point. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't imagine that. But but. He, he, he recognized that it was his calling uh, to be about his father's business. And that business it was salvation. Uh, Hebrews 3 tells us that, that, that Moses, and that was the greatest reference point that the people had to this time, right? To this point. Uh, uh, Moses was faithful as a servant in all of God's house. But Christ is faithful over God's house as a son. Uh, uh, so, so there, there's a servant in the house, but then there's a son over the house, and, and this is Jesus's uh, 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 reckoning. This is his calling. This, this was not some optional course 
of life for Jesus. He must be there. Uh, uh, this it, 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 not only was it written, it was predetermined. It was uh, it was decided before the foundations of the world that he would be. He must be there. He must get and gain all he can concerning what he came to carry out in the world. But but not only will attaining to his father's business take time there in the temple, it will take time in the community at Nazareth. Now this is a, here's a, people, uh, um, we like when we talk big about Jesus because he's Lord. We, we like, but, but, but here's some normal stuff going on. It says, and he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was submissive to them. And his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. Even even after recognizing, look at Jesus here. Even after recognizing the nature of his calling and relationship with God the Father, he returned to Nazareth. Uh, back to ordinary life, and not not only ordinary, but submissive to the imperfect earthly parents that he had. Um, Jesus, his 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 right behavior in his family and community relationships, it directly flows from his understanding, obedience, and relationship to the Father. The closer someone is to understanding who they are with God should make them more understanding and loving in the world. As, as he submits to God the Father and his will, he keeps his commandments. Anybody know the fifth commandment? Honor thy father and thy mother. Amen. And so he keeps his commandments, which leads him to accept and honor the earthly authority of his parents. You know, now, this is, a, this is, is kind of mind-blowing. You've got to remember where Jesus has, has, has come, where he's come from, right? Uh, but we're looking at uh, the human Jesus boy growing. This, this is a real picture of his humbling himself and taking on the form of a slave that Paul talked about in Philippians chapter 2. That, that, that he thought it not uh, 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 equality with God, a thing to grasp and hold on to. He, he came down into this, <clears throat> taking on the form of a slave, of a servant. And not only does he take on human form, he takes on human struggles. Uh, he, 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 he faces and we don't we don't even have to get into the the, the deep hard struggles of of temptations and, and and these things he he faces the complicated relationships the uh, the complicated relationships of being with folk uh, 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 with 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 all of their joys their frustrations and their disappointments he 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 was submissive to his parents he 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 took that on. I, I would even submit, though, that, 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 that there would be no extraordinary saving ministry of Jesus without the quiet, ordinary, everyday righteous dealings of these years with the family and the community back in Nazareth. 
I, I, I will push that. I will push that. It, it, it's in these common experiences there in the city at Nazareth with the folk that where, where Jesus can be said to be like us and, 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 and having faced what we face without sin. You know, growing up in Nazareth, someone uh, said the wrong thing to Jesus. Uh, huh? Someone, 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 someone put a put a put a a, a a chair on layaway and then tried to get it for half price out of his carpentry shop. You know, uh, 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 people work Jesus's nerve. Can I say that? <laughs> you know, you he he went with the, and so. The temptation he actually faces greater than the temptation that we face while he was growing up there in Nazareth because he knew he was, we think we are somebody. He knew who he was. But yet he stayed there, there in Nazareth. Uh, the, 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 the father placed Jesus in an environment to grow. Before any big miraculous demonstrations, uh, 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 there was just the increasing steady demonstration of practical holiness and spiritual closeness to the father that earned him social respect and goodwill with the people. He he was living a life uh, uh, in in, in a spiritual wisdom. Uh, With that uh, being said, Luke Luke brings and, and sums up the next 18 years or so of Jesus' life, he went back down to Nazareth without any, without any miracles, without any mighty works, but just wisdom, good reputation, and favor uh, to the point that when, when we see him next, when we, when we, when we, when we look at him again, uh, God the Father is speaking out saying that he's already pleased with him. He hasn't done anything that, that, that people would find remarkable, but God the Father is already pleased with him. It's something in this, this life, the, this, this period of growth, uh, this ordinary time of Jesus that, 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 that's, in, that, that, that's for us to, to see and to learn. First, have you come to a point where the things of God are a must I mean, not a, not a burden, but a, but a sweet obligation. The things of God call, call to you, not just a duty, but your, your needful delight. I, I must be. Have, have, you gotten, have you gotten there? We're growing. But, but that, that, that's, that's, that's where Jesus is. That's where he was. That's where he is. And, and although I said earlier, we stopped growing in stature as adults. Our posture of looking to Jesus for wisdom should never end. We need wisdom to navigate our ordinary lives for his extraordinary purpose. We need it. We need it. The Lord has, has, has placed us here to grow through complicated relationships and community. Are, are we willing to submit to that and to his will? And grow in it. Are we willing? This is what we see in Jesus. He was willing. He was willing. Let's pray. Our Father, Lord, we thank you, God, for 
even the early demonstration of the life, the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Lord, how how he um, walked in wisdom, Lord, and gained favor. Oh, Lord, uh, even in the, uh, the common and the ordinary things. Father, we pray, Lord, that we would uh, walk according to his example in the ordinary things of life, Lord. Uh, when, when, when we don't see your, 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 your miracles and uh, we don't see uh, great wonders, Lord, just life in front of us. Knowing that this is what you've called us to. Uh, knowing who we are in you, knowing, God, that we are seated in the heavenly places with Christ Jesus, Lord, but we have purpose to walk out here on this earth. Help us, give us wisdom. Let us be ever leaning into your wisdom and your grace to be who you call us to be, to be like him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.